Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, everybody. I thought it would be fun today to talk about healing crises. So we've all had that moment where a client has called us, maybe they've texted or sent us an email and said they feel worse. And on top of that, maybe they've already canceled all of their upcoming appointments. It's likely your worst nightmare. You worry, you kind of avoid calling or texting them back and you spend too much time figuring out what to say to them. Our worst fear is that we might not come up with the right thing to say and we might lose them as a client. You're afraid to lose the client, but if you don't act, you've already lost them. So I want you to keep that in mind. So let's figure this out. First of all, remember that nothing has gone wrong. This is just what happens when clients don't fully understand what can happen with MFR treatment. Somewhere along the line, there was kind of a breakdown in communication, and that's okay. So this is a good message to you as a therapist that that breakdown has occurred in your client education or your communication. And your client is so triggered by the pain or the emotional response that they're experiencing, they're likely having fight or flight, and they're not sure what to do. So just keep remembering that nothing has gone wrong. I recommend from the very beginning of your relationship with your client to educate them about the healing crisis up front. They're likely to experience it at one point or another, so then they can watch for it, and then they can be exposed expecting it to happen, but not afraid of it happening. And you can have a plan for how you want them to handle it and how you're going to handle it together in future treatment when it happens or if it happens at all. When you're taking kind of a leadership role from the beginning and educating them from the beginning, you are leading them. You're scheduling them based on their situation for their goals, et cetera, so that they are best supported with treatment. And then when a healing crisis comes, likely they're already scheduled for more treatment and you're in kind of a more frequent communication with them so that you can answer any questions that arise when a healing crisis comes up. Many clients will want to stop as soon as they are uncomfortable. They'll think that they've been injured. They will worry that they're never going to get better. And this is your chance to shine This is your chance to let your client know that you understand what they're going through and you care about them and you empathize. Share with them a personal healing crisis story of your own or a generic one of a client that you've helped or from a family member. Let them know that they aren't injured. They're not worse than they were before they came to see you. They're having a thwarted inflammatory response And the body is now taking care of itself and healing itself in an area it was unable to do so in previous treatments, likely because they've medicated or checked out, or they just couldn't get to that spot for healing before. So again, nothing has gone wrong. The body is just doing what it needs to do to clear out that inflammation. And the body clears out inflammation, usually by creating inflammation to get the cells in there to clean everything out. 
yep, they're in pain and they feel worse. And all of that is very real for them. Remind them and walk back through the treatment and what you guys did together during treatment to allow their brain to digest the fact that they haven't been injured, that there's no physical way that an injury could have occurred because of the treatment that they received. Sometimes that alone is so calming for a patient because they see you're right. Like everything was gentle and yes, this is an inflammation and yes, this will pass. Oftentimes when they know that this is going to be over in a day or two, they can calm down and settle into it and just ride the pain out. Also, when you're in communication with them, you can give them some self-treatment ideas and encourage them to come back or to maintain their future treatments according to the schedule that you two have developed together. By being compassionate and checking in with yourself, how can you best help this client? Are you attached to the outcome if they stay or go? That is a good question to ask yourself because it matters in how you're going to show up for them. If you find yourself worried about convincing them to stay as a client, whenever you find yourself convincing, ask yourself a few questions. What is my goal? What is the problem if they leave? What am I making this mean? What am I making this mean about me, about my ability to treat, about how this is going? Likely, you are creating a lot of pain for yourself and making this somehow your fault or that seeing that something has gone wrong when it hasn't. This is just what happens sometimes in treatment. When your goal is to help the client to heal fully and to return to a pain-free and active lifestyle, you will never be in a convincing energy. When you are helping them completely unattached to their outcome, you are only going to be helping them. There's nothing that you can do wrong in that situation. Now, if you're calling them to find out why they canceled, completely attached to if they're going to rebook or not, and making that mean that you've done something wrong, then you're going to show up like you've done something wrong and you're going to show up kind of worried and in convincing energy. And the possible outcome of that is never going to feel good to either one of you. So back to the part where you're making it mean something about you if they want to discontinue treatment. Are you thinking you're not a good therapist if they leave? Did you do something wrong? Etc. Usually the answer is no. A person in pain or chronic pain who comes for treatment is used to being disappointed. They are by this point used to not having the outcome that they want. And so they're disappointed that they feel worse, right? They've likely tried many things to get better. And what truly is different about MFR versus traditional therapy, that's also a whole nother episode, but the difference is, is that Yes, sometimes you get a little worse, your symptoms flare up, but healing isn't linear. And you're not going to put that expectation on your client that they're going to go from six months of acute pain to two treatments to all better. That's just not how it works. So you're going to get really good at educating them on what to expect so that everybody is on the same page with what expectation levels to have. And now if this client's expectation level seems to be low because they're used to being disappointed, they also might be really quick to quit. And it might be the words that you're able to say to them to educate them and to care for them unattached to what they decide to do that might help them stick with treatment. And that's your goal, right? Is to help as many people as possible. It's not to convince people into treatment, but it's to fully help them, to help them realize what is possible with MFR. This is also a chance to explain to them where more treatment creates more results and is better. More is more is more with MFR. 
What is possible with one visit versus six visits close together? I know personally that my husband was much better in three treatments close together in the same week, but that wasn't enough. He needed much more. Had we stopped at those three and never sent him for more, that would have been all the progress he had. But because he was able to go and get more treatment close together, his life was able to completely change. Like His ability to experience his life was totally changed. And he was very happy with his results at the end of three sessions, but that was just like barely anything for what was possible for him and his healing. And he didn't really have any expectations of how it would go because he had been so disappointed in traditional therapy. Nothing had helped him. You know, maybe he'd get a little bit hopeful and he'd be back to where he was. But because he was highly educated about what to expect during treatment, the therapists treating him were never afraid to let him know about the healing crisis. Then when he had one, it was easier for him to kind of accept it and be willing to go through it versus fight against it and deny it and shelf it and put it away for later. And I think this is one of the errors that a lot of therapists make is we are so afraid that someone's going to have a healing crisis and break up with us and not be our client anymore, that we're not even willing to educate them more than, oh, you might feel worse and send them out the door. And it just does a disservice to your client when you don't go all in and really explain what they should expect. I like to tell my clients that so much is possible with MFR and it depends on their willingness to go through this experience. And that's what it is. It's an experience. So there's going to be times in this experience where you feel better and you feel great. And there are going to be times when it doesn't feel so good and you feel like you have a setback, but then two days later, you're going to be even further than you were before that healing crisis. So it's getting them through that to see that there is a through to that. And it's not just a, you've hit a wall and you're done. And this is forever. It's a very temporary. And then the more treatment that they're having, the closer together to support them in that, the faster they're able to get through that crisis and onto the next level and the next layer of where they need therapy to get them to their next goal. I think too, the more experience you have yourself with getting treated, the better therapist you're going to be at educating your clients about all of the things that they could be expecting to have happen during their treatment time with you. The more willing you are to get treated and to feel all of this in your body, the easier it will be for you to empathize with your clients when they're going through this and to really be able to tell them like, look, I have done this too, and this is what you can expect. And this is what I've been seeing with my patients. And this is what you can expect. It's just so supportive to be able to tell your clients that you've been through it too. Even if you don't have chronic pain. You can still get treated with myofascial release and still have a healing crisis. You know, your body remembers everything. Your fascia is your container of consciousness. It remembers everything. So things are going to come up the more treatment you have. Being willing to talk to your clients when you're uncomfortable about the healing crisis is important. Figure out why are you so uncomfortable? Are you attached to the outcome? Are you attached to them saying yes or no to more treatment? You know, what are you thinking and what feeling is that creating for you? If your client cancels and you have the thought, I'm just here to understand and you feel open. And from that openness, you're able to call your client to follow up, listen to them, hold space, educate them and support them. 
the result of that is that you understand even more about what's going on for them. And then you can make better, more concise suggestions for them, whether that's more self-care techniques that they can do at home for relief or getting them to see you the next day if it's possible, giving them some options. Ultimately, we have no control over whether or not our clients will stay or go because they're kind of in that fight or flight. They're in fear. They're in a fear response. They're scared. They don't understand what's going on. All we can really do is support and educate and not be attached to the outcome, not make it mean anything about us as therapists because we've done nothing wrong. We've basically done our job by providing the myofascial release therapy. And this is the response that their body is going through. And you just want to support them and you want to support yourself too. It's scary for a therapist to go through this for the first few times. And you can kind of get stuck in a cycle where you feel scared every time this happens. So you avoid talking about it ahead of time and you just hope it doesn't happen. And that's, you know, not the best way to run your practice. (laughs) Kind of like worried, when is the next shoe going to drop? So be prepared, prepare yourself, figure out what your hangups are as far as talking about the healing crisis with clients. Mostly it's, you just don't have the words. You don't know what to say and you don't want to scare them off, but realize by deciding ahead of time that you don't know what to say when you actually do is just setting yourself up for failure in the future. So let's be brave. Let's educate our clients And then let's show up all in for them when they do have a healing crisis. It's not bad. It is a 24 to 48 hour period that we just need to help our clients get through. And it is part of healing. And when we're willing to feel any feeling, then we can also model that for our clients and allow them to feel any feeling too. And sometimes those feelings are being afraid of treatment and being unwilling to go through it. And all we can do is be there for our clients, be there for ourselves, and remember that nothing has gone wrong and this too shall pass. You know, reminding them that it's going to pass within 24 to 48 hours, that they're just stirred up and you're in it to win it with them. And you don't want to give up on them and you won't give up if they don't give up. Reminding them that they have a goal. What is their goal? Getting really clear on what their goals are from the beginning will help you to bring this up to talk to them when they go through something hard. Imagine the value to your client of having a therapist like you in their corner who says to them these things because they mean it and they believe it. This could be the most important discussion and decision that they have to make a decision to bring them full healing and the ability to see that they can heal that they can finally break through to the other side. It is possible with patience and time and the willingness to go through this process. Getting them better and back to a pain-free and active lifestyle is your only goal and you're all in. You're all in it with them. You just need them to meet you halfway. So remember, when that email comes or the phone rings or you get a text or they self-cancel all of their appointments, instead of feeling rejected or disappointed or frustrated or mad, decide that you're just here to understand and feel open and reach out and have another opportunity to educate and support them and let them know that they aren't alone and they're very close to breaking through. And also, I want you to love yourself through this whole process because most of the time we make it mean we've done something wrong and we're all out there in the world just trying to do our best and just trying to help people heal. 
This is very serious work and you need to take care of yourself too and love yourself through these harder times. All right. So that's my advice for handling the healing crisis. Don't wait until it happens. Educate your clients up front. Be willing to feel any feeling. Be here to understand what your clients want and need. Be open and be willing to put yourself out there. You've got this. And I'll see you next week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.